Episode 4 of Pig Pod is here and ready to go alongside Matthew Barry, our Senior Director of Marketing and Entertainment. I'm Mike Ventola. Of course, thanks so much for watching us on YouTube, listening to us on YouTube and Spotify. It has been already a fun-filled uh, couple of episodes and already jumping into the holiday spirit here in episode number four. Thanksgiving is upon us, Matthew. It's always a fun time of year when you get into the holiday season. But sometimes, at least in the world of minor league baseball, though for some teams they may shut down early or may really just try to get as much done prior to the break, that's kind of what we're looking to do here at Coca-Cola Park. We're still busy, despite the season ending back at the uh, the end of September. Yeah, I think we're busier than ever, uh, just with how things are lining up with deadlines and, and scheduling. We are in full force for 2023, so um, you know we haven't really taken a break yet, but this is a, a good stopping point for us to do that. No, it certainly is. I know we have met as a staff, just making sure that we have everything Set and ready to go for the holiday season. I know, yep. of course, with Black Friday and Cyber Monday upon us, um, there's going to be some very cool uh, ticket opportunities and merchandise opportunities for Iron Pigs fans and even minor league baseball fans um, that want to you know, get into the atmosphere for the 2023 season. So keep your eye on the lookout for all things uh, fun-filled in merchandise and, of course, um, Everything, some pretty cool ticket sales as well, too, Matthew. But with Thanksgiving upon us, um, I know for us, uh, you know, personally, it's always, you know, a lot of fun, you know, just because, you know, for a lot of us here, not everybody's from the Lehigh Valley. Right. Who's from New York? Who's from Louisiana? Who's from California? Who knows? I'm just spitting out random states here at this point. Um, I know for a lot of those folks that we work with, they're going home for the holidays, you know, whereas for us. Here in the Lehigh Valley, or are from the Valley, well, we're maybe getting we're going from 15, 20 to 25 minutes away. So for you, uh, I wanted to start by asking you, what do you have planned for the Thanksgiving Day holiday? I am driving about four hours west, uh, still going to be in Pennsylvania. That's mm-hmm. uh, originally where my family is from. Um, it's the first time we'll all kind of be together uh, for like the last three years. So it'll be nice to get together as a, a larger group finally uh, to see... So my cousins and my aunts and uncles, but also spending it with my, my brother, my mother, and my grandmother. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Oh, it, s- it sounds like it will certainly be a lot of fun. So, um, you know, with, the, with that being said, um, and I'll say what I got going on in just a few moments, but I have to ask you, Matthew, because to me it's always on the mind. What is the go-to Thanksgiving Day meal for you? Is it traditional style? You know, you have your turkey, you have your vegetables, you have your, um, you have your stuffing and things of that nature. Or do you mix it up a little bit? You know, because I know for you, you've lived in various places throughout mm-hmm. the country. So I'm kind of intrigued to see what's on your Thanksgiving Day plate. We keep it pretty traditional. We don't do anything too crazy in the berry compound. Um, we, uh, you know, uh, everything that you can think of for Thanksgiving is probably on the menu. Mm-hmm. Um we don't we don't ever dial that back generally i think there's something called a turkey griller that's on uh you know probably the newest thing getting added to the the menu this year i'm not really sure what it is it's yep. something local to uh the allegheny national forest apparently and that's where i'll be <laughs> um but yeah i mean living in the south uh, in uh, 11 different states everybody kind of does things different uh so it's interesting to see you know like the difference between the stuffings that people have oh, yeah. and and everything there. Um, do, what what do you have? Is it a, a more Italian? Is, there is, is Italian. Italian or so what? so you know. I mean, you yourself having um, you know, it, 
a little bit of an Italian ethnicity as well, so you would appreciate it. So when I am spending Thanksgiving Day with my family, this year I'm spending it with my girlfriend's family. Oh, uh, we okay. do, do we do the tri- I'll get more. Hold on, is this bit. the first time? This is the first time, Matthew. Right, this is the first time. Good so, luck. And this is after, of course, I'm working the sidelines for Easton Phillipsburg's annual Thanksgiving Day uh, football game. Doesn't shock C- me. Courtesy, watch that on the Service Electric Network. So, you know, if for those of you who want to watch here locally or as well as WFMZ TV. So you can watch it, Matthew, if you want. You can pull it up on the stream and you can get more of me on Thanksgiving Day. I, I can't think of anything more <laughs> that I want to do on Thanksgiving Day than see you. More than I have to. I know. I was about to say, you see a lot of me. I mean, which is, I don't know if that's a good thing, a bad thing. I don't like the way you said that. I know. Either do I. Um, that's put me in trouble for my end of year review. Let's not talk anymore <laughs> about that. So, um, but when I am having Thanksgiving Day dinner with the Ventola family, it is traditional. We have, you know, the turkey and all the items I mentioned before. But because of my dad, my dad has two younger brothers and a younger sister. We always go to my younger, uh, we always go to my aunt's place. My aunt, we, um, we call her Aunt Lutz because she's, kind of kooky uh, but aunt Lutz, you know she puts on a whole big spread my mom and dad they they make the turkey they bring it in from pennsylvania but there's always a plate of monogot or manicotti for those of you who don't <laughs> speak of that dialect so we do have to have some monogot so and because of my uncle sam my dad's uh second younger brother uh, because every year you know, he has a little bit of turkey, and he just screams about it all the time. He goes, we have to have some sort of Italian dish here. So over the years, we've <laughs> just put out a plate of monogot or macaroni or whatever we got going on. So that's the deal. I wouldn't expect anything less. No, I figured as much. Um, but this year, I'm going to my girlfriend's. I have to bring desserts. So um, I think I'm going to you know, maybe bring a, an apple pie, potentially a pumpkin roll. I don't know about pumpkin pie here. I'm not a big pumpkin pie fan. I don't know why, but. Yeah. What's your thought on that? Pumpkin pie, or are you bringing desserts? Me bringing desserts. Uh, uh, you have the most important job. I guess I do. Because people literally leave room for dessert. So if you disappoint, that's going to set the tone for your girlfriend's family for the rest of your career with her. And supposedly I have high... Not life, career. Oh, I mean career. Yeah, I was about to say, who cares about my life? More about my career. So... <laughs> So anyways, um, I mean, I was about to say the, the expectations are high already. So now I have to make sure I bring the appropriate dessert. Otherwise, I'm in trouble. I mean, I'm excommunicated. Yeah, I would just stick with a pumpkin pie yeah, from pro- the store. Sure. That's gonna what be, you're going to be safe. I would mention a store name, but um, I don't know if they're a sponsor with us. So I'm not going to mention that store's name. So, you know, it's all about sponsorship <laughs> and all that good stuff. So um, anyways, here on Pig Pod, you know, um, this is the first time we've really talked about a lot of personal stuff. We're usually pretty businessy here, but we—if for those of you who um, are, of course, you know, doing got anything fun on Thanksgiving Day holiday on the YouTube channel, let us know in the comments section. I'm doing a better job of leaving the comments section open, so our fans can maybe start participating a little bit. Listen, I need to know what people think of my mustache. You oh, we can, that's a whole ep- another episode. But to me, I've always been two <laughs> thumbs up about the uh, the mustache or the mustache, as some people say. Perfect. Do you know the mustache song? No. Okay. Let, let's continue to something uh, yes, else. Yes, we certainly will. So speaking of continuing to something else, um, I got to talk to you about Ferris, right? Because Ferris is such a big part of uh, Coca-Cola Park since going back to, of course, the first year that the Iron Pigs came into existence back in 2008. And, um, you know, I think when fans come to the ballpark here, um, they always kind of 
move, migrate their way towards Ferris, whether it's one mm -hmm. thing or another for ourselves working involved with the, uh, with the entertainment on the field. Ferris is a big part of the show and a big part of the Iron Pigs brand. And the reason why I wanted to segue to Ferris quickly is because um, we got an opportunity to talk to, um, or we're going to get a chance to talk to, shall I say, his best friend, Kevin Killian, who is, you know, they've been best friends since 2008. So that's what, over 50? It's going to be soon to be what fifteen or so years. Yeah, that's a long time tagging along with um, with Ferris, and you know he. I'm excited to ask him too about. Um, you know, we'll get a chance to talk to him. We're going to get an opportunity to ask him about you know some of the cool things that he he's had a chance to uh, experience with Ferris over the years, and um, I think that's kind of I think going to be fun for our listeners and viewers uh, to get to know about. Definitely, yeah. It's uh, it's going to be an interesting conversation. It certainly will be so, and of course for Ferris. Um, you know, the name, you know, the names are derived from the Latin term for iron and of course the elements chemical symbol as well too. So the reason why you have 26 on the back of Ferris's Jersey, is the atomic number for iron. I don't know how I, I mean, no, I'm cheating and I looked that stuff up. I was not good in chemistry by any means. And of course, Fifi, his, uh, his, his partner there, uh, she wears the number eight, of course, signifying the first year of existence for the iron pigs back in 2008. So. Let's get a chance to talk to Kevin and, of course, see what he has to say all about being best friends with Ferris. So we're here with Kevin Killian, who is the best friend for Ferris. And, Kevin, so many questions to ask you, but we'll start out by saying, uh, let me ask you in a sense of just how did you ever think you would become Ferris's best friend? Uh, how did I ever think? Um, I've always wanted to be best friends um ever since high school didn't have the opportunity to be best friends with the mascot in high school um but then in college uh i auditioned at kutztown university go bears and uh was uh best friends with avalanche and golden bear for about three and a half years uh leading up to my student teaching and uh then the opportunity in 2008 came up uh, around 2007 and um my good friend uh sarah kleppinger um, who is my athletic advisor, um, uh, asked me if I wanted to go and audition, uh, or my graduate assistant, as it was graduate assistant uh, for our program at, at college. Um, and so I went and auditioned in 2008. And um, actually, I didn't make it. But uh, the Iron Pigs came around realized that they, they passed up on a great opportunity. Uh, and then I came in uh, June 2008 and have been Ferris's best friend ever since. It's great because I know since the Iron Pigs came into existence in 2008, and you know, for you having been, you having the best seat in the house, as far as I'm concerned, and getting a chance to see what Ferris does day in and day out, not only during, of course, every Iron Pigs home game, but even the impact that Ferris makes uh, within the community as well. Um, from your standpoint, what is the biggest sense of joy that you get out of getting the opportunity to work with Ferris game in and game out? Uh, the biggest sense of joy um, is just, that's just it actually. Um, seeing others enjoy themselves at a game, uh, whether it's from young children all the way to older children um, to come out and, and enjoy a game. Uh, people who might've been scared of, of mascots to enjoying being around them. Um, and if I can make someone uh, have fun for a few moments, uh, that that brings me great joy. Which is great to hear as well, too, because 
Um, obviously, you know, in the world of mascots, it's not it's not as easy as it looks. It is draining because obviously, you know, with the amount of uh, time you have to be always on, you know, a lot of people say it's almost like a light switch, right? As soon as that light switch turns on, you are on from the time uh, the festivities start until the time the festivities come to end. What is the most grueling aspect of getting a chance to work with Ferris? Uh, <laughs> keeping up with Ferris. Um, <laughs> He's, he's always moving. There's some mascots you might see like on the side of the road or maybe at community events um, that might be a little bit more low key. Uh, but Ferris's personality, if you've ever experienced Ferris, uh, he's high energy. He's always going, he's always doing something. Um, and so to, to keep up with that, um, because whenever Ferris is in the public eye, he should always have that same personality. Uh, so yeah, whenever the fans see Ferris, hopefully he has that same level of energy and, um, so it's just, especially on those hot summer days and summer nights, uh, it can be be pretty hot. So to keep up the energy and be in that sauna um, is, is not easy. It's not easy. Uh, and then also to project the different emotions yep. that any normal pe person goes through, uh, but on a, on a grander scale um, uh, is, is kind of like you said, like an, an art in its way in itself um, to to present those emotions. Um, so yeah, not, not easy. It's fun. Uh, yep. it's become easy. Uh, just like any, any job, any art, you get, you get better and better at it, any craft uh, or sport. Um, and so it's, it's become a, a part of me in a way, in a way, if you will. Which, and, that's, and that's awesome to hear because, you know, it, there's so much a devotion to it. I know, uh, Tom Burgoyne, who is the best friend of the Philly fanatic, um, you know, he is always over the years and hearing countless interviews, you know, how much, you know, joy he gets out of the position, you know, getting the opportunity to work with the fanatic and, you know, getting a chance to, of course, entertain and have uh, so much fun, you know, working with fans uh, day in and day out. But um, there's a lot of grueling preparation that goes into it as well, too. Uh, you had to, in a sense, go to school to learn how to, um, you know, work with Ferris or is for Tom having a chance to work with the Philly fanatic. I guess what would be the best piece of advice you would bestow upon someone that, you know, wants to work with their favorite mascot one day? Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, I was trained by um, Dave Raymond, the original Philly fanatic, original best friend of the Philly fanatic. Uh, and now he goes and he trains others. He uh, designs and uh, is a consultant for other um, mascot programs. Uh, maybe his greatest success was Gritty, um, helping out with their program for, with the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, so yeah, train, uh, find a mentor, find someone, or, or look at other uh, other people's stick. Uh, I, I YouTube stuff when I was uh, getting started in college and and my first couple of years with the Iron Pigs, um, and saw what different guys were doing. Uh, and because obviously we're a, an affiliate of the Philadelphia Phillies trying to mimic a little bit of what the fanatic does, uh, tying that in with, with Ferris. Um, and, uh, yeah, there is a level of training. Um, cause my head and Ferris's head, Her Ferris is a lot taller than me, um, by a foot, give or take. Um, I, Ferris is much bigger than I am. Um, I got the dad bod, but not as much as Ferris. So, uh, um, <laughs> So to work with to work with that, um, get familiar with your costume and um, and 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 audition, apply, um, and maybe there's a volunteer opportunity. Maybe you are at a high school or or college level, 
Um, colleges can sometimes pay you or, or their stipends. Um, there's all sorts of uh, community um, companies are looking for people to fill their costumes as well. And it's not just filling your costume, you get to know your character. Uh, if there is a bio or create one, create a personality for your, your character and make sure that if there's other performers uh, that you guys maintain the same character uh, throughout. And, you know, and what's fortunate enough for you as well, too, because for a lot of mascots, they tend to work by themselves. But you have the privilege at, you know, with Ferris, Ferris has Fifi. And of course, here at Coca-Cola Park, the pork racers as well, too, though they have the pork race. Um, and I know they pop out every now and then for certain appearances. But when when Iron Pigs fans come to Coca-Cola Park, they see Ferris, they see Fifi. Um, so how for, for you working with Ferris, you know, I guess a two part of one, how much fun do you enjoy working with Fifi and two? How much coordination and practice and, you know, and, and, and just getting on the same page with working with another mascot, knowing that, knowing that you both got to be on the same page to make sure fans go home happy each game. Yeah. Um, it's been such a pleasure uh, to work with Ferris and Fifi. Um, I've known Fifi uh, since before the Iron Pigs. Crazy, right? Um, but since before the Iron Pigs, uh, we were both uh, at Kutztown University. She's my graduate assistant. And uh, so to know uh, the best friend of Fifi. Uh, it's, it's been awesome and a, an amazing friendship. Um, but obviously we've grown to know each other more. And and so we know each other's stick and we know uh, how one might respond to uh, to different things, whether uh, Fifi gets jealous or Ferris gets jealous, um, which they're they're in a complicated relationship. Uh, so, um, but yeah, some of, some of we do in the earlier years, we choreographed a lot of dances. We still do. Um, but we kind of repeat some of those good classic ones like Dirty Dancing and uh, piano skits and stuff like that. Um, so there is a there is a number of of coordinating and choreography uh, with with working with one another. Um, and so it's just just been really fun and uh, uh, awesome to to obviously get to know Fifi and and her best friend as well. Uh, it's been a pleasure. You know, um, and you bring up a good point, too, because there's always going to be that balance, right? You know, fans, when they come out to Coca-Cola Park, um, they like you have a group of fans that certainly like the continuity, but also, too, you have the group of fans that want to see something new each night. So how do you you get a chance to really balance of like, hey, we know there's some stuff that we always do that always gets a good reaction. But how do we also balance out in keeping things fresh game in and game out? Yeah, so we have. Obviously, we've been doing this for 15 years now. And, and like you said, you if you're a season ticket holder, uh, you don't want to be seeing the same shtick game in, game out, or every uh, Cokies night, which is going to be rebranded. But um, is are you going to see the same stick? And we, we don't want you guys to see the same skit every time you come to a, a specific theme night, uh, Harry Potter night or Star Wars yeah. night. Uh, with, sorry, Wizards night. Um, but uh, but whatever the case is, yeah, we try to keep it fresh. So we try to put spins on things. So you might see a similar skit. Um, uh, we do come out, the Iron Pigs come out with a lot of new themes. Uh, and so we try to maintain our skits around those themes as well as best we can. Uh, and sometimes we just do generic uh, or general skits, like our popcorn skit, stuff like that. Um, so you might see those skits uh, scattered throughout as well. Um, so yeah, if you come to, to a game, uh, same game each year, Father's Day game or uh, Christmas in July, whatever the case is, uh, we don't want you to have to see the same skit and know what's coming up. Um, maybe again, a twist on it or maybe something all new altogether um, because you don't want it to be mundane and lame. Uh, baseball's not lame. 
mascots for certainly hopefully are not lame. Um, so that's more or less our job. Um, Ferris's job uh, is to make, make baseball fun for all ages. Uh, and so if we start doing the same thing, game in and game out, um, it's just not going to be fun for our fans and most certainly won't be fun for me. So as long as I'm making someone laugh, uh, that's what I try to do each night. And then that's one way of just switching it up, uh, interacting with, with our fans. Your favorite moment. In, and I'm asking because you, you know, you've been with the iron pig since day one, your favorite moment with Ferris at, whether it's at Coca-Cola park or maybe outside of Coca-Cola park. I know our listeners would love mm. to hear maybe what that favorite moment is for you. <laughs> Oh man, there's been, there's been a number of favorite moments. Uh, I'll go with memorable. I'm not sure if it's my, uh, memorable and favorite, a little, little, they're similar. Um, there was a moment, uh, I saw the Philly fanatic drive out his ATV and jump the pitcher's mound. It's like, I'm going to try that. I want to do that. Uh, cause I've been wanting to do it. Now I just, uh, didn't gather up enough courage to do so. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. So I got my ATV, gunned it jumped over the pitcher's mound felt like a hero and then um our grounds crew head of grounds crew at the time uh bill butler love you um bill butler came out grabbed ferris by the shirt and um i'm not gonna say all the expletives uh but don't ever do that again and um uh my boss at the time um lindsay nuff her motto was ask for forgiveness not permission and uh, so in that case, I had to ask for forgiveness, um, not doing it again, um, but it was, it was definitely memorable. That's, that's, that's a great moment. Um, and, uh, you know, it's fun that, you know, mascots to get the opportunity to, you know, do some cool stuff like that. I know the fanatic, I think the Philly fanatic is always the most revered, I would think in all of mascots, probably if you look at any major sport, um, the Philly fanatic is arguably the most memorable, maybe the San Diego chicken, of course, is up there as well, too. I know you've had the privilege of going, working alongside uh, the Philly fanatic for you. Is there another mascot out there that you would love the opportunity to work with for a game or get the opportunity to, have, you know, even it's an appearance who's on the wish list for you. Huh, I think we've all been checked off. Um, Philly fanatic was the one I always wanted to work with. Um, maybe be best friends with, um, but uh, I've worked with gritty um, worked with him actually at the Iron Pigs for some time uh, before he game, became best friends mm -hmm. uh, with Gritty at the at the Flyers, um, as well as his time at the Phantoms. Mm -hmm. um, and any others? Uh, I mean, there are some other uh, great guys in baseball and hockey, um, but I think among among the greats, uh, we have them here in, in our Philadelphia sports franchise. Yeah. So um, we are blessed. Uh, we take it for granted. Hopefully we don't. Um, but between uh, Fanatic, Gritty, Ferris and Fifi, we have the best mascots, uh, I would say, in all sports. And I would I would agree. Obviously, uh, Philadelphia and, you know, here in the Lehigh Valley have done a tremendous job of, you know, having some outstanding mascots. You know, even Melvin over at the Lehigh Melvin Valley. Melvin. Yeah. You know, as you know, you've worked with Melvin a million times. So, you know, Melvin does a great job. And, of course, the Fanatic, um, you know, Gritty. Um, I know Swoop, is, you know, with the Philadelphia Eagles is always, you know, uh, gets a lot of uh, fanfare as well. Uh, but, you know, I'd be re remiss here on Pig Pod, Kevin, if I didn't get a chance to, you know, tell the folks as well that as much as you work with Ferris 
and obviously, you know, you have a bond that is inseparable, but that's not all you work with. You are a teacher, you work in education, you have a family. Um, talk to us a little bit about outside of the world of Ferris. So how long have you been in education? And, um, you know, and what was your uh, desire, of course, to, you know, work in education outside, of course, wanting to work with mascots one day? Uh, yeah, so I, I teach. Um, I teach here at Faith Christian Academy in Quakertown. Mm -hmm. um, I've been teaching all over. I graduated uh, Kutztown in 2010 and been teaching, whether it's an aide or, or full-time teacher, uh, ever since. Um, I just love working with kids, uh, seeing them come to the realization of them finally understanding it and getting it. Um, and, and I have the blessing of working here to not only teach math, um, but also I get to teach uh, drama as well, uh, theater for high school and middle school. Um, so it's uh, the best of both worlds um, to get to be creative and analytical within the same day, uh, using both sides of your brain. Um, so, uh, I grew up in a large family of seven boys. I'm one of, one of seven. Oh, wow. Um, and, uh, so I've always been helping my brothers, um, or, or working at like a day camp or, um, working with kids, um, throughout my life. So that just was a, was a natural fit. Um, but my family, uh, I actually proposed to my wife on home plate, uh, during the off season, uh, in 2013, we got married in 2014. Uh, we have my wife, Bethany, uh, we have three kids. Uh, Kieran is six, Jack is three and Solomon is about six months. Oh, wow. Um, so that's, that's my life. Pretty busy, um, with kids at home. So during the baseball season, it's hard for my wife to be at home with, uh, three little ones. Um, she holds, uh, holds down the fort well at home. Um, so it, as, as much as I love my job, it's tough, just like you said, uh, yeah. because I'm away from my family during those, those, uh, long homestands, uh, whether it's a six game homestand or two six game homestands. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's about me. So yeah, teaching, entertaining, uh, with teaching theater and then bringing the theater, uh, to the ballpark. Uh, that's kind of encompasses my life uh, with my time with my family as well. So uh, love having this off season uh, to, to have time, uh, especially with Thanksgiving and the holidays coming up. Um, time to time to enjoy time with family. Couldn't have ended this interview on a better note. Kevin, thanks so much for taking some time talking about Ferris, talking about you and, uh, you know, appreciate you, of course, uh, shedding some light on the world of Ferris and uh, looking forward to seeing you down the line. And thanks for hanging out with us. Hey, Mikey V, thanks so much. Go Pigs. Go Pigs. Well, that was cool, Matthew, getting an opportunity to talk with uh, talk with Kevin. I know he brought in a lot of great insight. And I think for me, one of the biggest takeaways I took from him is that he got an opportunity, you know, working with Ferris, working with some of the big-time mascots in sports, right. whether it's the Philly Fanatic, working with Gritty. Um, you know, he's even interacted with Swoop from the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, he feels like that there's no other big mascot he's got to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with because I think the San Diego Chicken has since then retired. So yeah. um, I think outside of that, but also, too, he being a teacher, so not only getting a chance to um, entertain fans of all ages, um, you know, with working with Ferris, but also to getting a chance to teach and uh, mold the minds of our youth of today. Yeah, Kevin's a great guy. He's he's an interesting character. Uh, so, you know, getting to know him and, and knowing that he's worked uh, alongside Ferris with the Iron Pigs for so long, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's something really cool to hear that story. And uh, if people see him around town, they should definitely uh, stop him and say hi. And, you know, I'm sure he'll... 
Michael will have uh, some great stories for them as well. I'm certainly he will, and uh, I know he definitely loves uh, getting a chance chance to work with Ferris, and of course getting the opportunity to continue to work here. Uh, with the organization. So that's going to wrap up this edition of Pig Pod. Be sure to follow us on Spotify, continue to watch us on YouTube, and hey, enjoy your Thanksgiving Day holiday, and we look forward to talking with you and getting set for the next phase of the holiday season, of course, with Christmas and uh, Hanukkah and all the other good stuff that's happening um, in the month of December. He's Matthew Barry. I'm Mike Ventola. Thanks for watching. Like and subscribe.